Well, welcome back to another episode of Five Minutes in Church History. On this episode, we're talking about the watchmaker. This is attributed to an argument formed by William Paley. William Paley was born in 1743. He died in 1805. William Paley's father, also William Paley, was the headmaster at Giggleswick. Great name, right? A boarding school in North Yorkshire, England. And that's where young William Paley was a scholar. Of course, with a father as a headmaster, he's probably got a career ahead of him in academics. And after his training there at Giggleswick, he went off to Christ's College, Cambridge. After he graduated, he was there for about 10 years, serving as a lecturer and as a fellow at Christ College. Then Paley would go on to hold various positions in the Anglican Church, and he was married once. His wife passed away, and he remarried. He had a number of children. One of his sons would go on to be an architect of some repute. William Paley wrote three books, and the most famous of those was the last book he wrote. He published it in 1802, just a few years before he died, and it was entitled Natural Theology. In there, William Paley makes the argument that the unity of nature that we see gives grounds for a single creator. He then goes on to say that we also see a complexity within nature, and that complexity that we observe gives grounds for us to see an intelligent creator, a designer. This is a version of what we call the teleological argument. That word, teleological, is based on the Greek word, which means end or design or purpose. It's a way of saying that the design that we see in the universe points us to a designer. Well, William Paley framed this as a watch and a watchmaker. In the opening pages of Natural Theology, he writes, In crossing a heath, suppose I pitched my foot against a stone. Well, he goes on to say he won't think much of that. He won't wonder, well, who put that stone there and where did it come from? It's just a stone. But if he were to continue across the heath and come across a watch, now he's intrigued and he picks it up and he looks at it and he, he pops the back off of the watch and he sees the bushings and the gears and they're in quite an arrangement and he makes the point that they have to be in a precise arrangement in order for the watch to work, in order for the watch to tell the exact time it must be well designed. And a watch, Paley concludes, points us to a watchmaker. Well, this argument that Paley puts forth in 1802 has had quite a legacy. In the 1820s, a young student named Charles Darwin read Paley's Natural Theology. Darwin would later record in his autobiography that he found Paley's reasoning and argument compelling and that he held to an intelligent designer because of Paley. But of course, later, sadly, Darwin would move away from that position and change his mind. In more recent times, Richard Dawkins, the outspoken atheist, wrote a book with a title as a direct link to Paley. He called it The Blind Watchmaker. And Dawkins in that book tries to argue that evolutionary processes are sort of a blind watchmaker, but he commits a logical fallacy by talking about a watchmaker in the title of the book itself. Thus, even giving some credence to Paley's argument that what we see in the world is a finely designed, finely tuned watch, and it points us to a watchmaker. Well, Paley's book, Natural Theology, at 217 years old, 
still manages to prod our thinking. How can we explain what we experience and what we observe in this world apart from God? Well, we can't. That's William Paley reminding us of the watchmaker in his book, Natural Theology. And I'm Steve Nichols, and thanks for listening to 5 Minutes in Church History. So we have time for a bonus quote, this from the Dutch theologian Herman Vitzius. When the believer thus receives Christ and rests upon him, he considers him not merely as a savior, but also as a Lord. He receives a whole Christ and acquiesces in him and all those characters which he sustains. But he is not less a Lord than a savior. Nay, he cannot be a savior unless he be also a Lord.